Welcome to Today in Space. Welcome, everybody, to Today in Space. It is September 10th, 2015, and we're back for another episode. This week, we have the wonderful, the brilliant, (laughs) the fantastic (laughs) and lovely Sarah back on the show. Wow, that was quite an introduction. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. How's it going? It's going well. Yeah, long day? Long, long day. Yeah. 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 How's this uh, short week been for you? Extra long. Extra long. Yeah. Yeah. That's how. That's how yeah. it is. That's how it is. The short weeks last way longer. It's. It's almost like if you have a long weekend, you pay for. Oh, absolutely. The fact that you had a long weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Which I definitely did. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Well, that's unfortunate. I'm sorry. No. But it's no. almost over. Tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow is Friday. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. High five. <laughs> uh yeah so this week we're just going to talk about what's up with me and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff we're going to get a little bit uh we're going to learn a little bit more about you kind of what you do and uh we're going to get into some some debates that we've gotten into a few times uh be which is good <laughs> debates not arguments right it's very <laughs> big difference uh <laughs> so first thing let's talk about the 3d mm. printing so i finally Finally had a chance this weekend. Took all Monday. Set everything up because I'm, I'm working on getting this in a everything documented for you guys so that we have this in the future here. And it takes a lot of work. Like I have to set aside an entire day to do this because not only am I doing the getting the 3D printer to work and print properly, but I'm also filming and documenting everything. So it takes so much work. I mean, you, you we we've talk a little bit about it i you <laughs> think it's a I little bit too much nothing for yeah. about it literally nothing <laughs> every time he talks about it i feel like i'm gonna start drooling like i just i know nothing but it, well, it's a lot i mean I, it is really cool yeah it's really cool yeah and that's why i got into it i think it's it's it is the future but at the same time it's not like let's put it this way like when the first smartphone came out the iphone right that was at least something everyone could get. Maybe it was right. out of your price range. And right. You just were unwilling to make the difference. Like the smartphone was at least something everyone could use. A 3D printer, for the most part, is not really something everyone Mm-mm. can use, especially not the one that I got. No. Like, <laughs> and, and, like we were joking, we were talking about the other day, <clears throat> just that like you just want technology to work. Yeah. You, yeah. You don't, you don't have to worry about it. No. <clears throat> Jesus, what's going on with my throat? <laughs> uh, no. You just you just want it to work. You, you, you like if it's not working properly. I get pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Super pissed. I'm like lose every ounce of patience that I have. And I, I'm patient for a living. Right. Yet with technology, absolutely not. Yep. Absolutely not. It just pisses me off to no end. Yeah, and that's that was the struggle of this weekend. This so this weekend, so I, I we talked about it before on the podcast. I was having an issue, there was an error. Uh, something was shorting out. I uh, went to the forums because it's a, it's an open source printer. So there's a huge community. It's like 2,500 people, and they're all really mm. good. They get back to you within the day. And, you know, it's a lot of people's opinions. They all have their own way. And it's a little bit overwhelming at times because um, yeah, there's so it. much that you can do. So you have to, I had to like reel it back and be like, okay, hold on. <laughs> like there's a million things I could do, but this is what I need to do today. So to get back to what I was saying. I fixed the problem with the shorting out. So that's great. Woohoo! It's awesome. It is awesome. Um, I was really, really proud of myself. Um, 
also realized I may have just been, uh, was kind of a really stupid mistake, but you'll, you'll, you'll see that when the video comes out of it. <laughs> uh, I, I fixed one problem, but I probably could have just fixed it by doing a simple change. Get you into know. it later. Um, you live and you learn. You'll see. Don't worry. I'm, I'm totally going to talk about it in that video. Anyways. So I got it prepared and I'm filming everything, mind you. So I'm like, all right, I've got like four more hours. Let me try and get this first print. I was super excited. Yeah. Like, and I like was restraining myself every time I almost got to the first print to put anything online. And I like that Monday, I finally put on Twitter like, oh, hey, might do my first print today. Like took pictures of everything and was like super pumped. And right when I was running everything on it, you have to heat it up. Right. Because right. it's plastic, you got to melt it. So all of a sudden, I'm like, all right, everything's looking good. And I look underneath the, the head that prints the plastic, and something just doesn't look right. I'm like, that's not good. It's not straight. It's like angled. And I'm like, that's not, not good. Not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, not a good sign at all. So I'm like, all right, let me, because it's 200 degrees Celsius, which basically it's like, I'm not going to do the math right now, but. <laughs> It's at least no 300, 400 degrees Fahrenheit, right? So you're going to melt your, your finger off. So I had to cool it down, right? So I had to wait, let that cool down. And then as I'm looking at it, it looks like there's something. There's, so there's a there's an aluminum block that has a nozzle, right? Mm -hmm, so it's metal. Mm -hmm. Then there's a piece that's above it that's supposed to be an insulator. And it looks like there's something in between it. So I'm like, all right, like that shouldn't be there, right? So as it's cooling down, it starts getting bigger and bigger so my first thought is oh no it's melting I'm like that's not good it's <laughs> <laughs> not good at all and took the thing apart that's exactly what happened so um you're probably like why well why would it melt like why would they put something in the printer that's what my thought was. yeah 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 so like if that happened to you would you just be like what, like what would you what would what would be your reaction well i would call you <laughs> <laughs> that's what i would do but i would be pissed yeah yeah, yeah, really pissed. I would probably kick it. <laughs> That's probably what I would do. Yeah, that, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Anger, uh, anger. extinction-induced aggression. Oh. That is the behavioral term <laughs> for it. That's what I would do. <laughs> I definitely had anger. Uh, I was irritated. I, I was irritated because it takes me so long to muster up let's just be honest, to muster up the balls to work mm. on this thing. Because it, it's, like, if I mess one thing up on this thing... I have so much work ahead, so I I plan this out really uh, methodically. Like mm -hmm. I, I have a plan of how this is going to happen because I also have to record it too. So that's a whole nother mindset of right. how this is going to happen. It takes a lot of effort. Yeah, and so I was so pumped. Like I literally I could see it. I was dreaming about printing that first part. Yeah. And then this happened. But you know what? After I got over the fact that that happened I actually was like really excited because I went I I, I like the challenge of it mm. I, I, like I've had a few people who who've been mentors or just leaders for me um who have said you know you really do like to do the hardest thing all the time like that's just, you're just drawn to that and like yeah. I've I've kind of Definitely. accepted it um for good or bad I'm drawn to the hardest thing um, I think that's what drew me to aerospace in the first place was just the Probably level true. of difficulty and, and it's not so much the difficulty. Like I'm not trying to make it harder myself. I just like the challenge. Yeah. Um, 
And that's the reason I bought the 3D printer that I have. Um, I'm not sponsored by them or anything, but uh, I have the RigidBot. So the RigidBot was a Kickstarter project that uh, someone had made. He was, he was making uh, uh, the printer himself and then wanted to sell it to people. And the idea was it's the biggest printer bed. So you'll be able to have the, the biggest build volume mm-hmm. that you'd be able to have. And it's fully customizable, modifiable, hackable down the road. So that was that was awesome to me, and I was like, "Oh, this is like this is great! Like, I, like this, that's the perfect thing to have is like a, a new engineer at a college, you know, to to have a project you can dive into and work on, where you're so passionate about it. The money, for good or bad, doesn't really matter. Right, so right. it's like, yeah, it may cost me a few bucks to get a few more parts, which really they were really cheap. I mean, that's one of the good things about when you get into making things mm, usually." Right. Like if like if you break an iPhone, right? If you're not savvy enough or have the balls enough to fix it yourself, which will wa- which will Never. void your warranty, but <laughs> um, you have to take it to somebody else, you know, um, and that costs a lot more money. But if you have the balls enough and the um, and you know enough how to deal with it, you can do it on your own. Like you can replace a screen. Right. An iPhone. If if you have the time and patience and all that, never I, I, ever, just, just the exhale alone, the exhale yeah. alone. Um, <laughs> but um, it's, I love it. I, I I I I can't get enough of it. Like I felt really good this weekend after just taking it and, and going after it. Yeah. Um, and I've definitely reached like a new point with it. Um, there's a whole bunch of upgrades I'm actually going to do this upcoming weekend. Cool. So I'm going to be filming all that. I'm going to have a engineering buddy come down. Hmm. Uh, we're going to work on it together. Um, at the very least, he's going to be there for emotional support. Right. Well. So, because <laughs> I could definitely use some emotional support during the actual thing. <laughs> um, but it's just cool. I just, uh, I can't get enough of this. And I was reading a few stuff online. A few and just, stuff. A few stuff. Uh, just checking. <laughs> That it was, you know, a lot of people who are kind of just in that same mindset where it's like the money, like people want to know, they want to, they want the easy way out. Oh, they yeah. want to know, oh, so how much is this really going to cost me? You mm. know, if I get a 3D printer, how much is it going to cost? You know, uh, this and that. And it's like, there is no answer because most of the people who are doing that, they're not doing it to necessarily make money. Right. Or, not yet. right, not yet. They're, they're, they're doing it because they love it and they would like to make money with it. Mm-hmm. But getting there is like a totally different, it's, it's part of the whole experience. And let's go back to it. Like, had this been, like, I would not have taken this on when I went to school, right. went to college. I would not have the abilities to do that. Like working in manufacturing for the three years that I did, that prepared me so much. For this because I was working with injection molding machines. I was working with machinists and people who were working on way more complicated machines than this. Hmm. $100,000 machines. Um, yeah, that that requires so much of you between you need to know how to use the software, you need to know how the machine works. Then, not only that, you need to work know how the part works with it and you need to make it go faster so it's cheaper, mm-hmm. so that the company makes more money, so that the product is more valuable, you gotta make the quality. So there's so much that goes in that it, I, I feel like it takes a certain type of 
person. Oh, yeah. To do that. No doubt. <laughs> you know, it's not easy. I mean, I've had this printer for almost, I think it's like a year and a half. might be even two years. Wow. It's only in the last, like, six yeah, six months to a year that I've really started working on it. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely was afraid to touch it at first because, you know, Daunting. I mean, the cool thing was, like, I bought a kit. So I got to build the whole thing from scratch, which was awesome. Yeah. Number one, it was cheaper. But mm-hmm. number two, it was just, it's it was a good practice. You know, it was good just to get into that. And I don't know, it just, I, I can't imagine doing it another way. It's It's very weird. It's cool. Yeah. I can't wait to see the video. Yeah. It's it's there's gonna be a lot. There's gonna be a whole series on the Ooh. whole thing from from building it to all the problems I had with filming all that stuff so that if you feel like you wanna get into it but you're just like, I just don't know, you can have these videos to look at and see if that's what you're looking for. Right. Um you know, the other thing with three D printing too is there's people out there that'll do the 3D printing for you. So if you want something 3D printed and you have a model mm-hmm. or what's going to come down the road is, you know, people are going to make models. They're going to be available online. So you're going to pay like dirt cheap for, you know, the the software license to mm-hmm. get that design. Right. So they get a little piece of the change and then you send it to somebody else who has a 3D printer. You know, and that way you can kind of get around the whole thing of having a 3D printer. Right. Dealing, so that'll be kind of like the iPhone of <laughs> of 3D printing. Will be you send Perfection. it to somebody who does it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It, it's it's without a doubt manufacturing a 3D printer. It, it's not, it, it's not a piece of tech. You know. Right. Um, it's, it's a big difference. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, it does to me because I've been there. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just, like, I can't even explain how my mind just starts going. And, like, I, I the last few days has been so exciting because I've been getting back into engineering and getting mm. back into the whole design and, and the actual manufacturing of things and, and working with machine mm-hmm. and getting this stuff done. And it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. Still no job yet. Still, uh, <laughs> st- still looking, but... Work in progress. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I'm doing what I love right now, and that's all I really care about. Good for you. Thank you. Now, let's get into a little bit more about you, Sarah. What you love, which is what you do. Well, yeah. Because you, we definitely have that alike, where mm. we both do something that we we love doing. So, tell us a little bit more about like what you do. What is it called, first of all? So, um, well, I started my master's yesterday. Wow! Congratulations. Thank you. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, I'm attending Northeastern mm-hmm. um, to study applied behavioral analysis. Okay. Um, yeah. So we're behavior analysts. Okay. Um, we study human, animal, any behavior. Um, you can study behavior of everything from, you know, a single neuron. Mm-hmm. Um, you can condition a single neuron to fire, which is pretty darn sweet, all the way up to, you know, you can look at behavior of groups. You can look at behavior of... Criminals, you can look at behavior of shoppers, you can look at, and then you come to my world, which Mm. is um, children. Um, I work with autistic children, well, children with developmental disabilities and behavioral difficulties. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm in a school right now, um, a case manager in a classroom, and basically 
Um, my job is to um, <laughs> to help decrease uh, certain target behaviors using behavioral techniques and okay. increase others, you know, communication skills, those sort of things. Okay. So it's pretty cool. So, so basically what you're doing is these kids are, they, they're, they're young, right? My, the your kids, kids in my, in my classroom. Yeah. Okay. So they have, because they have, um, whether it's autism or another development, yeah. yeah. So they have certain behaviors that are bad. Well, or well, I guess I'm trying to so, explain it a little bit differently. Um, and you're trying to bring are, out the good ones. Right. So behaviors them. that are what socially, um, problematic, let's put it that way. So okay. All right. I deal with a lot of things like aggression, self-injurious behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, those are those are big ones to give you an idea. Okay. Yeah. And so, so what you're trying to do is to try and, I don't know how to explain this, change their behavior or, or right. to help them find out that the other behavior you're trying to get them to do, which is non-injurious, Non-violent right. is better, right? So we figure out oh, we figure out a the function of their behavior, mm-hmm. whether it be for attention, mm-hmm. avoidance, escape, um, tangible like they want to get something, um, you know, sensory. They enjoy the way it feels, right. um, and then we figure out a way to change their environment um, to help them change their behavior. Wow. So yeah. So, so what's, what's, uh, uh, what's a typical day like? Oh my. (laughs) How was today? Let's put it that way. How was today? (laughs) Well, (laughs) today's the the best example of all time, but, um, I mean, I'm in a classroom, so, you know, we have classroom activities. Mm -hmm. Um, what is a day like? I don't know. What's a day? What was day in school like for you? I mean, oh, I, I don't know. Uh, but like, well, I, I would compare it to like a day for for me, like doing stuff. Yeah, at totally work. different. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know. So okay, I guess let's put it a different way. I'm not gonna explain a school day. Well, I guess just because I know a little bit about it. Right. Um, I could not do what you do. I do not have the patience or the heart. Yeah. Like the, the, the <laughs> it's it's. I think it's a mixture of, of heart because you you love those kids mm. or that you you know what you're doing is going to help them um and you have a passion for it that i think is completely necessary for a job like that if you don't love it i wouldn't recommend it yeah, yeah because the the because you're you, you know you're dealing with not only an, on, on an emotional level right with these kids um where you have to almost like a nurse or anyone who's mm-hmm. in the medical field that emotional aspect, you've got that, and you've also got a physical aspect right. too. I yeah. mean, <laughs> you're getting punched, you're getting scratched, yeah. you've got to pick up these kids that could weigh anything. A you lot. Know? And, yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the demand on that is just ridiculous. It's like, how long does a person like, who's, I guess maybe not someone who's what's what's the in and out like how long does someone oh, last we have a high high turnover rate in yeah. the field in general yeah. um not just in oh so it's just the field the field in general, in general. Really? yeah yeah the rate of injury is really high wow. and you get burned out really fast a lot of people do you know um what's that like 
it's stressful because you have to train new staff all the time. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. What's the turnover rate? I, I, like, I don't have a statistic. Oh, you don't I have don't one. Okay. Make one up, but it's short. It's yeah. I I would say most people don't last a year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's like it's like a UFC fighter. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're basically UFC fighters. <laughs> UFC fighters slash nerds oh slash God. teachers. That's pretty much. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, I, I it's pretty yeah. much a job. Yeah, it's it like I said. I think it takes the right type of person. So, so how did so did you know this going into college that you wanted to do this? Absolutely not. No. No. Okay. Nope. <clears throat> not in any way. I um. I always knew I wanted to help people. I didn't mm-hmm. know what it would look like. Um, I thought I wanted to be a teacher, and then I didn't know what I wanted to teach. Then I wanted to be a guidance counselor. But there were no guidance counselor jobs uh. in, in the world. <laughs> it doesn't look like a good choice. And then I was like, I'll be a psychologist. And then I got to school and realized how much I hated that. <laughs> um, yeah. In short, it wasn't scientific enough for me. Mm. And then I walked into my first behavioral class, which I had to take. I was not okay. looking forward to it at all. Mm. Um, I had to work with rats. And I was like, I don't want to touch them. <laughs> this is terrible. And also behavioral behaviorism has this um, has this stigma mm. attached to it in the psych world that basically we're a bunch of assholes. Oh. Yeah, we're we're the assholes, <laughs> we're the badass assholes <laughs> of the psych world. Um, yeah, because we don't um, we're anti mentalistic um, treatment methods. What does that mean? So basically, we think. How do you feel about that? Is absolute and complete bullshit. That is <laughs> all right. I, I can get on board with that. Yeah, yeah. Like let's spend less time talking about what makes you sad and mm-hmm. spend more time fixing it. Oh. Let's do something instead of talking about doing something. Mm. Talking about all the terrible things in your past. Well, truth be told, I mean, I I personally believe. Let's put it that way. That that doesn't really matter. Mm. It happened. And now you need to figure out a way to move past it. You know, mm-hmm. you can continually talk about it, which, in my opinion, just makes it worse. Or you could come up with a way to change an actual behavior. Mm. Um, yeah, change hmm. behavior, and not talk about feelings all the time. Right. 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 Yeah. I. I mean, I'm. That's that's why I mean that's kind of I feel like why I'm an engineer is, is to, right. to solve the problem. Don't exactly you know not that you know I mean I'm being nice here, but not that talking about your feelings doesn't help people. But it definitely does. Yeah. No, I I absolutely agree. I think there's a a time and a place and a, and a person that it works for. Right. Yeah. A type of personality or yes. just a person in general. And 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 it it's it, especially for for my population. I mean that's just not typical um, techniques for. Yeah. Um, well, for the kids you're working with, right, who, right. as we've talked about, they're mostly nonverbal, which means that uh, a lot of them, right, yeah, a lot of them. So they can't talk about their feelings, right, right. I mean, they have other ways of communication, mm-hmm. but um, we use a lot of sign. We use um, communication devices. Hmm. Um, we use uh, a, like picture pointing. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll point to different pictures that they want or need, or places they want to go, or things like that. Hmm. Um, so that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. There's always a way. 
That's, Where that's, there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. And that's my favorite, one of my favorite things about the field. You're basically like a teacher slash detective. Mm. You know, you're always trying to figure out, um, you know, the best way to go around about a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, you get to be super creative and, um, you know, I come up with the weirdest, here's a, here's a prime example. Beautiful. So <laughs> today, one of my children had a headache. Mm. Um, and he was engaging in self-injurious behavior. He was punching himself in the head. Not oh. exactly ideal, right? And that's because he had a headache? Yes. Oh. Well, I mean, he couldn't tell me that I had a headache, but because I know him... Okay, okay. all right. So it's, this is the detective right. kind of thing. Because right. I know him and I know his behavior, he's pointing to his head, he's uh, communicating that he wants to turn the lights off. Okay. So I turned the lights off, but then the OT, the occupational therapist, comes in and she needs the lights on to work with another student. Like, mm. oh no, what am I gonna do? Right. So I work him through the tantrum and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I need to come up with a solution to help dim the lights without turning them off. What am I gonna do? Right. And I'm in a school. I mean, I, I don't have a dimmer. I don't right. have access to these right. things, yeah. but we have a tunnel that looks like oh. a caterpillar. Oh, fun. <laughs> so it has this little top on it. <laughs> and so I, he's sitting in a chair. I stick a tunnel, a caterpillar tunnel on top of him <laughs> And like close it with his blanket and the whole thing. So he's like sitting there like a caterpillar in the classroom and he was calm. He was happy as a clam oh, <laughs> with this little <laughs> caterpillar. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah. It was super funny. The, the uh, uh, principal of the school walked in and was like, what's going on with you? <laughs> yeah, why is he wearing a caterpillar? <laughs> but it worked. That's it. You awesome. know, you're constantly looking around your environment, trying to figure out how you can um, help the kid with the tools that you have, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a, it's a big, it's a big mystery. Hmm. That's awesome. That's why I love it. No day is ever the same ever, 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 ever. Yeah. 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 And that's, 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 it's very interesting. Cause I feel like a lot of people wouldn't know that this is even something people do on a daily basis. Like, <laughs> like I, I have a lot of family and a lot of friends right. who, who are in it, who've done, um, whether it's special education or, you know, some type of ABA, right. uh, applied behavioral analysis. And uh, I, I, it's the amount of love, I feel like the amount of love that you have to have just in general mm. is so huge. Or just that you'd be, you have to deal, be able to deal with a lot. I feel like it's one or the other. Both. Yeah, or both. Yeah. Both. I have some really fantastic coworkers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to be a jerk and do what we do, yeah. you know? Yeah, it is. So it's a pretty excellent field. I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> pretty excited about it. It's yeah. your passion. It is what you love. Yeah, it's awesome. It is. I feel really lucky to have found it. I feel like a lot of people go their whole lives without finding, you know, mm-hmm. that thing that they're super passionate about. Right. Yeah. Just like you and your space. Mm-hmm. I do love it. Yeah. It's this is true. Yeah. We're all glad that you do. <laughs> Aw, thank you. Thank you. I, it's amazing. Uh, I feel like in the last in the last month, I don't know if you guys have heard it, but I, I feel a little bit more comfortable. I feel mm. uh, like I've hit some kind of stride here. I mean, I'm not going to wood as I say that, but um, I don't know. I, I've made it easier on myself. Let's mm. put it that way. Uh, I feel like I can get in my own way very easily. Uh, and I think I've finally started to just get out of my own way. So, and just enjoy it. Yahoo. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. And, um, 
now the struggle is finding enough time to do everything <laughs> because always a struggle, yeah though? between the show finding stuff to talk about every week uh working on the website now the 3d printer mm-hmm. all the stuff mm-hmm. i gotta do for that uh searching for jobs mm-hmm. uh doing my artwork that i'm a few stuff i'm working on here and doing music for the show wow yeah it's a lot mm-hmm. it's a lot and uh it's one of those things where it's like, all right, what needs to get done right now? And it's, it's, I hate asking that question all the time. I know. But it's, true. it's you have to because otherwise you're going to pull yourself in 12 directions. I've done it plenty of times over the last, like, I don't know, since I was like 16. I've done it constantly where you just pull yourself in so many directions and then finally you're just in, you're just in pieces. You're just like, what have I done to myself? Yeah. And then you got to, take a month off from everything <laughs> so i've luckily turned away from that i don't do That's that good. as much anymore i do uh, <laughs> yeah. uh i mean i've gotten better at it let's put it that way it's good um but that struggle man that's, that's you know it. but when it's something that you love you find I, I feel like you find a way to make it work exactly. because if you're just doing it to to do it right or you're doing it to get a paycheck or mm. whatever you're miserable. Absolutely miserable. Just depressive mm. all the time. And then it, it you take it out on people that you know, or if you do it enough times, you don't know anybody else because you don't <laughs> have any friends anymore. You know, it's just like, you know, I, I don't know if it's, I feel like in my opinion, everyone could do what they want to do, but it takes someone who's, of a special breed, I guess. I guess that's really what we're talking about today is like certain people just, it has to be the right type of person for, for their thing. You know, I, I love to be the optimist. I love to say, you know, anyone can do what they want to do. And it's true, but it's also true that not everyone's going to do that. Not everyone's going to go and buy a 3d printer and work on it. Not everybody wants to. Not everybody wants to. (laughs) Not everybody's Uh going to be an applied behavioral analysis, uh, someone who, who, who takes the time and patience to, to, to detect the things that you're doing on a daily basis and to deal with the things you're dealing with on a daily basis, then I don't want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's not in my cards, you know, some days I don't want to either. (laughs) (laughs) And the other day I wanted to throw this out. Yeah. But after I thought about it and I really just figured out that I was just bummed out, you know, right. that oh, it didn't work, <laughs> you know, like after I got over that crap, I was like, all right, you know, what's the next step? And it, it, your, your head just opens up to this whole new set of possibilities that weren't even there before. You, you didn't even know they were there because you were so caught up in, and for me, it's always, I always get caught up in this one, it has to be this way. And then once I let that go, it's like, oh, like. There's a whole bunch of other stuff out there. Yeah. That's that I'm okay with. For me, it's uh, realizing that I made decisions and I continually make decisions every day that have put me where I am, you know, mm. that I choose to be where I am every day. Right. That, you know, at any time I could pick up and stop. I mm. could, I could leave, but I don't, I, you know, choose to keep going. I choose to work full time and at another job and do right. grad school and, you know, all those mm. things all at the same time. Cause I want to, yeah. you know, they're all important to me and I'm going to make all of them work, mm. you know? So even when it's crazy and stressful, 
It's my choice. Right. It's my doing. Yeah. And you know what? I think, you, you know, it, it takes it takes a certain amount of bravery or just ignorance or stupidity, <laughs> whatever, however you want to think All of it. Just about. like um, to, to do something that you love, to follow your dream. I mean, yeah. really, this is what, this is your dream job, right? To help people. I mean, it's not what you wanted, but you're, you're helping people and that's oh, absolutely. what that's you wanted exactly to do. That's exactly what I want to do. Um, for me, I wanted to make things and to, to, to build things. And, and so I'm, that's what I'm doing and I love it now. As I've learned this from other people who've done that, it's a roller coaster ride mm. of emotion. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it'll beat you up every step of the way, but because it's something you love to do, you're willing to ride that roller coaster because the highs and it, it could be one day in a month yeah. but that one moment that one day mm-hmm. that it, all, everything goes right that's the day you know and you're fine for another two months you're mm-hmm. like that's it uh, if i get another day like that i'm fine i'm yeah. good yeah yeah I, I, I don't think everyone's willing to make that step most people are like you know what no i'm i'm okay having somebody else decide what i'm gonna do mm-hmm. or you know uh, I'm okay with somebody else telling me what I have to think. I'm okay with being a do-nothing bitch. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had uh, to. No, it's awesome. <laughs> it's. I mean, that's. It's not. Every, it's not going to be everybody. I would love it to be everybody that did their own thing. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen anytime soon. You know. Got to get the motivation. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Nah, I'm just sorry. I didn't mean to stop that. I'm just in thought here. Just thinking thinking heavily. That was that was right on. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, all right. So since I've got you here and there's new Pluto pictures uh-huh. and once again you haven't seen them. Let's pull up the photos and get your reaction. I'm excited. How do you feel about that? I'm pretty excited. Okay. Didn't even know they were a thing. I know. Well they just came out today. Oh, that's why. Yeah. So you're, I was you're working you're all day. Fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I know I can I can jump on the internet like all day while I'm doing work. So, <laughs> all right, all right. So these new pictures came in. It's uh so they started doing this downlink of all the stuff that they oh, stored. Right, 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 right. So they finally had time. So this is this is the first stuff they've gotten since they started this uplink, wow. the downlink. Woo. So here is the first picture. That is so cool. Now, do you know what angle this is? Um, uh, not necessarily. I think that's the Tombow Regio. So we're looking at, you'll, you'll see the link on the, the website. This is the slate.com um, hmm. uh, website uh, link. Sorry. Um, thinking while I'm doing things. Uh, not a very good thing while you're talking out loud. Uh, <laughs> it's by uh, Phil Plate. Um, it's got these, just, it's got the same pictures you'd find on the, uh, New Horizons website, but they're just in full screen mode, and it's it's amazing, incredible. Yeah, and and this is a mosaic too, so this is like a whole bunch oh, of images wow. it took, and then they mm. pieced them together, so that it makes sense. Yeah, those craters are sick. I know, I know. It's it's insane how much stuff is going on there. Yeah, yeah. Like this, there's a smooth region, a mm-hmm. smooth light region, and a dark cratery region, and. It's crazy. In between gray color, I just... Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's I all. I just want to know what it's all made of. I know. I know. Oh, man. And so here, yeah. So actually, wow. so it's um, again, they don't really know, but the so this gray area you're talking uh-huh, about, the real uh-huh. smooth, it's probably a plane of frozen hydro- uh, nitrogen. Yeah, that makes sense. And so here's another close up oh, of wow. uh, the tumble region of the heart. Lines. I don't even know what to call them. It kind of looks icy. Kind of. Yeah, you know. it's like a, the the little cracks you get in like yes. an ice cube. Thank or, you. Yeah. The way water freezes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks yeah. like that. And that's nitrogen freezing. So oh, it's, it's strange when you get when you freeze things like that at that time. It's just like yeah, yeah everything does the same thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so right. It looks like it's just water. Ah, <laughs> sweet, sweet physics. Yeah, it's just crazy how like just so you're pretty much that's this true. thing is this is untouched. By everything but nature, right? But other space, sweet. and it's just—it's incredible that there's all this stuff going on. So here's another mosaic. Um, so it's where the uh, nitrogen ice meets the shore. Wow. So yeah, so you see that with all the cracks, and then it starts getting to the more rugged. You Ooh. know. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I really, am, I'm dying to know what that's made of. We'll find out soon. I'm I'm gonna reach out to. Uh, Another uh, friend of the show uh, who's, a, who's a chemist, hmm. uh, who's into chemistry, who can hopefully, when that stuff comes out, explain it a little bit better than I can. So, hmm. yeah. So yeah. cool. And then wow. this, this image has got a whole bunch of craters that just look ridiculous. I'm really drawn to the, um, it looks like. It's like the middle of the picture. Yeah. Um, it looks like where, it, it looks like the way that water would um, erode and, and cause valleys and things. Mm. Right? I mean, it's clearly not water but that's that's what it looks like to me yeah it's pretty yeah. cool I, I, you know and that that might might not be too far off i mean we don't know i don't know what season it is on pluto at this moment mm. but we'd have to go another time and right. find out what well we'd have to go for <laughs> so the problem is the orbit is so long it's like 200 something years mm-hmm. so it goes through seasons where it's right. closer to the sun right. and then so maybe this is winter like maybe this the frozen lakes of nitrogen, when maybe they thaw out and maybe they have been eroding. Yeah. So you know, so, but we won't know for hundreds of years. It's crazy. When we send more missions there, you know. Hopefully, it won't take a hundred years. No, hopefully not. But for the season to change, I don't, I don't right. know, top yeah. of my head. But since the orbit is two hundred something years, it, you know, it may mm. be a while before the season changes. So it's just crazy. And this is uh, wow. Karen, the moon. I was going to say, it totally looks like the moon. It mm-hmm. really does. Like our moon. Yeah, and just more mm. details. You kind of see the edges a little bit more. Remember the yeah. the little one that looked like it was cut off? Yeah. Kind of see the top right. You kind of see I wonder what would cause that. You know? I don't know. I don't know. It literally looks like a corner is cut off. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's round, so it's clearly not a corner, but a, a small piece. Mm-hmm. And then this, the image, uh, uh, the backlit uh, by Pluto the image. Backlit by the, wow, that yeah. is so yeah. freaking cool. Yeah, so you see cool. the little outlines, that's the atmosphere. That's the sun going through the atmosphere. On the other mm. side. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So yeah, wow. just amazing that is photos. So cool. Go check them out. They're amazing. They are. Um, and they're just going to keep coming. They're going to keep coming for the rest of this year and into next year. It's awesome. Yeah. Woohoo. Yeah. I mean, you know, jokingly, you know, 
we made the song uh, that we made on the show, Pluto the Misunderstood. And it's like, you know, I'm not tooting my own horn here. It's just like, yeah, we don't know anything no. about this. Like, that was the whole idea. It's like, yeah, you can say you you think it's a planet or this, that. But it's like, we don't know anything about it. Right. You know? We're finally, we're just getting, this is just pictures. And right. we're already, it's like, wow, that's not what we thought. We right. haven't we haven't even really got into the science and what's in the atmosphere, right. what's on the surface, so it's like, let's let's just soak this in. Like yeah. let's like there's a lot more stuff. It's worth coming. it's worth it's worth uh, soaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's one way to say it. Yep. <laughs> soaking in a bed of liquid nitrogen. <laughs> <laughs> Not good on. That's no, not good for no, no, not good at all. <coughs> yeah, so that's that's it, and it's so we just went by it in July, and it's September, and we've already mm. learned and seen this much, and there's so much left. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Can't wait. But there it is, another Sarah's first reaction <laughs> to Pluto. <laughs> oh jeez. Um. So yeah. Um. Let's get into the last part. Now we've got a little bit of time here. We talked about uh, before about Mars, mm. and mm-hmm. just you know, we've had this conversation a few yeah. times about. Yeah. <laughs> so let's 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 all take a breather here. Yeah. <laughs> let's all take a breather here. Let's all just let our minds reset a little bit. Uh, breathe in. Breathe out. Okay. All right. So. Let's think down the road, right? Yes. So we've already landed on Mars. Right. We've started a colony. Yes. And people have started living there. Mm-hmm. There's already been a generation or two that have been born on Mars mm-hmm. and are raised in the Martian gravity. So they, they're actually Martians. And they're starting to... Crazy. Develop that way. Yeah, crazy. Starting to develop that way. And they've gone to the point where they have their own culture. They're their own people so it's like and and the idea you kind of brought up to me was how is that gonna work like how are they going to see us as people and 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 my point was well the people that we would send over there to start would be people that were picked handpicked for the mission at hand um at least that's how we do it now Mm -hmm. so um, there would be kind of a good view of what Earth is and whatever NASA is at that time mm-hmm. um, or the space program at that time. So I feel like it would be pretty pretty good because the people they sent over there have a good mentality of it. But you just... You, so, you brought up some points. Yeah, no. My, my concern is not with the, the first generation. Mm-hmm. My concern is with like the 10th the, right. the the fifth the my thought is i mean so we've seen the changes in a human body for being up there what le- less than a year at this point have they been there a year um there's there's been some russian cosmonauts that have been up there for a year okay so we know what right. could happen to the human body for up mm-hmm. to a year and those people are in an incredible shape mm-hmm. they're you know they're top of the 
top of the top. Mm-hmm. Now, what's going to happen to the human body when they don't return back home to Earth? Right. There's going to be a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. We, I don't think, even we're studying the way animals, am, animals, animals, nice. <laughs> 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 reproduce in space now. Um, I, I don't think, I think we're underestimating the changes that will happen um, and how quickly they will, how quickly they will stray from the humans from that Earthlings. we know right. here Martians on the versus Earthlings. Right. right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, given how much the body can adapt, the human body, it, it has an uncanny ability to adapt to its own surroundings. Mm-hmm. So if, if it's, if it knows that it's going to be in this different environment with different gravity, it's going to adapt. Um, I mean, we've already talked about how, you know, when you first get into space, the, the pressure differential, it, mm-hmm. it, you know, you get a puffy head right. and your your legs get thinner and just dif- different things like that. Your right. heart actually starts to grow smaller because it has to work not right. as hard. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we could run into a serious issue yeah, where... I'm- yeah, good, good. No, no, good, no, no, no. My, my, my brain just like takes off with this I stuff know. because. <laughs> well, this is right up your alley. Right. It is. Yeah. It is. I'm like an- uh, analyzing humans that don't exist yet. Right. <laughs> Which is fascinating. It is so fascinating. <laughs> no, I, um, I just see us causing our own, you know. Well, let's not get too political here, but let's look what's happening in the United States right now. Okay. With the, with, you know. Not so much race. It's yeah, it's racism. Let's let's call it that. We can't even deal with the fact that, you know, once someone tries to have like a legitimate point, it, the there on the other spectrum, there's someone who's just so ignorant about whatever they believe because they believe it without a doubt. They're like, no, this is what I believe, regardless of facts, regardless of what the truth is, or if someone that someone else is just as much of a human as you are. Right? right, we can't even deal with that today. Right, and if we have actual people who are growing and developing differently than us, mm-hmm. how the hell are we going to deal with that? If we have regular human beings who are on the same planet and we can't even get along, uh, yep, yep. Not to mention the the distance. Right. Um. Right. So then you've got the whole thing where, uh, almost mythological aspect of it, where it's like. You're so far away that, like, are they even there? You know that whole mind fuck. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. You know, but I don't know if if I was part of that generation. You know, I'm putting my shoes in a future Martian, Mm -hmm. future Martian shoes. You know what I meant? Mm -hmm. Um, I would be flipping pissed. I think as I'm as I'm watching all this 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 play out, I think. I don't know. I think the first generation would be pretty sweet. They'd be pretty stoked to be there. Mm -hmm. Probably. Probably. But that's for the first... We we talked about already about what being in space could do to your psyche, you know? Mm -hmm. You're changing your environment drastically. Therefore, the likelihood of your behavior being drastically different is very high. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if they're best of the best, handpicked out of whatever... You don't, nobody can know what being away from their families, being away right. from their friends, the life, and the that's planet why. they've known. Right. Their whole existence mm-hmm. 
has been taken from them. You don't think that's going to do something to them? Holy mother of pearl, it's going to yeah. do something to them. And that's why people are handpicked. You know, that's why they, they try and control as much of the unknowns as, as they can. The right. ones that they can control. You know, because there's so much that's unknown. Um, the anger thing, you know, it, it'd be interesting. I think I think part of that is because we don't really see, other than the, you know, the, the wide-eyed vision of the future that putting humans on another planet and, and being on two different planets at the same time gives us a better chance as a species to survive. And it puts, it puts, it gives us the ability in our own hands to survive some global disaster that say the dinosaurs had, right? So if you take that away, I don't really think there's at this time, like a good reason to be a Martian other than that. Like they're, they're really like, cause your, your, your lifestyle is going to be extremely tough. Like if you grow up there, you're not going to be able to go back to earth because I mean, your body not. hasn't developed. That's true. So you can't just like, that's like, that's like increasing the gravity by three times. Yeah. Now like your, your body can't you. do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your body can't do it. But if you're an earthling and you go to Mars and then come back, you can readjust. Right. So, but again, that's, that's today, you know? So right now it seems like there's not that many positives to being a Martian Besides other than, you know, awesome. I yeah, mean, other than the fact that it's awesome and it's something new. But again, that's because we're thinking of it as earthlings. Right. So I, uh, yeah, no, I, it's a good point. It's, it's, I think, I think, I think we have the possibility of creating the, the, situation that people have you know wrote movies and and books mm -hmm. about and whatever for forever which is you know a giant a giant i don't know i don't even i don't i in my mind i have this like really sweet um like world two world war thing going on right. that, that we created i don't know i just i think that i think that we could be creating uh an enemy that, you know, I, I, I don't know. Or our, our best allies, there could be, they could do things that we couldn't do um, on Earth and mm -hmm. we could share resources and right. we could share ideas and they could make things, they could make medicines that we can't make here. Right. You never know what, what mm -hmm. could happen. That could be really cool. Yeah, yeah. and you, yeah. So you start getting to this Star Trek kind of thing where yeah. it's like, yeah, what, you know, there's two species... This actually an episode I have in mind where one has a, a plague and the other one only makes one medicine that just happens to cure the plague. But it turns out, like they're they're just in withdrawal from the drug that they're being given because they already solved the plague. So it's like it's like that kind of like it's kind of that thing where it's one's using the other. Right, and and yeah. it, they, it could be a symbiotic mm -hmm. relationship. Or not so much. I have yeah. I have no way of knowing. Yeah, and I think yeah, no one, no one can know where we're gonna be at when we get to the tenth generation of Martians because yeah. there's so many things. I mean, there's gonna have to be an intergalactic political system, right? All these that's things. gonna have to keep relations between. There's gonna have to be chancellors and and people that go back and forth or meet in the middle, you know, at some space station to to talk about what's going to happen, you know? I mean, it's a whole door opened for 
just insanity. Yeah. You know? And I think it's, I think the first planet that we jump to is going to be tough, you know? Um, yeah. I almost feel like you're going to need more than two. You're going to need like three, four, five planets before it kind of evens itself out. Um, or you're going to need like, you're going to need people living on big space stations too, oh, you know, so they've like got their own thing too. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so they've got their own thing. You know, it's just that way there's a balance because yeah, you're right. I mean, it's the possibility of it becoming a, a one-sided relationship is, is pretty big, but unless we create a better way to travel, you know, maybe, maybe at that point, 10 generations down, um, Martians aren't born on Mars. They're born either in space or on Earth. So that way they do have the ability to go back and forth. Mm. That way they're not limited, you know. See, that's the thing is maybe by the 10th generation, we've already figured out how to travel in space better because as it is right now, it's six months. Six to eight months. Six at the best. Let's put it that way. Well, it's probably not born as much as it's developed. You're right. Developed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If they develop within Earth's gravity, then they'll be able to go back and forth. Their body will know to do that. You know, they'll have developed the proper way. Or the, the Earth way. Oh, God. The, the oh, PC the of the 10th generation, the right? Oh, Jesus. Right? All right. <laughs> with that, with that, I think we'll, we'll say uh, goodnight. Thank you, Sarah, oh, for absolutely. coming on. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, I hope everybody has a fantastic week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And uh, we're going to go uh, watch the Pats. Yay, Pats. Brady's free, baby. Woohoo! Woo! All right. Go Pats. Have a great weekend, everybody. Spread love, spread science. Good night.